Hi everyone, thank you for joining me today. I'm going to try and make these episodes under a half an hour and I'll try to post twice a month. As you know, there are only eight Sabbaths in 12 months, so I'll do my best to come up with some topics that relate to the Wheel of the Year when there isn't a holiday coming up. And if you have any questions or suggestions as to what you would like me to talk about, that would be great too. I'd love to be able to get all of you involved in what I'm talking about. So at the end of the episode, I'll give you all my social medias so that you can follow me and we can talk about what interests you and we can all share how we all celebrate the holidays, how everyone decorates, the foods, um, and I'll be posting pictures of some of the things that I do and how I decorate and how I would, and I would just love to share that with all of you. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Yule, which is the winter solstice, and this year it is on December 21st of 2022. It is the darkest day of the year, and it is when the days begin to get longer and we welcome brighter days, although it will be a few weeks before it is noticeable. Solstice is a Latin word meaning sun standstill. Actually, most of nature is at a standstill. Um, The snow quiets the air. Many animals are in hibernation. I'm even in hibernation most of the time this year. And that's actually our instincts kicking in. Before electricity, people slept longer to save on oil and firewood for heat and candles for light. So they slept during the darkest hours. So use this time to turn inward and tune into your deepest self. As this is a time to celebrate light in life, it is also the perfect time to set intentions for the new year. Also to connect with nature and the seasons. I know it's cold out there, but if you can try and take a quick walk or sit outside for a few minutes just to take it all in, Maybe have a quick cup of coffee or tea while you're out there. If you have kids, you can sit outside and watch them enjoy the season as well. Um, It is a time to give thanks and let go of the past, to look forward to our future. So there are many cultures around the world that have winter festivals that are celebrations of light. Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa being the biggest, I think. As the festivals of the sun, the most important part of any Yule celebration is light. Whether you use candles or fires, they could be bonfires or in your fireplace. Just please always be aware of your surroundings and make sure that it is safe and that you have plenty of ventilation. If an actual fire is not an option for you, you can always just use a battery-operated candle or even a string of lights. So, in the Northern Hemisphere, the winter solstice has been celebrated for about 5,000 years. The Norse pagans saw this as a time for feasting and merrymaking. The Icelandic people are to be believed that this was a time for sacrifice. Traditional customs, such as the Yule log, decorated trees, and wassailing, can be traced to Norse origins. Some traditions in Wicca and paganism for, <clears throat> for the Yule celebration comes from the Celtic legend of the battle between twin brothers, the Oak King and the Holly King. The Oak King, which represents the light of the new year, tries every year to defeat the Holly King, who is a symbol of darkness. This cycle continues through the solstices. It is a reminder that light and darkness are both essential and one cannot exist without the other. Part of the Wiccan philosophy is the eternal cycle of life, which shows the never-ending cycle. Yule is when many Wiccan traditions start the new year. The day we celebrate the goddess giving birth to the god, which symbolizes the return of the sun. As you may or may not know, the sun, the god, I'm sorry, the god rules the sun and the goddess rules the moon. <clears throat> so the god is an infant, and that's when the days are shorter. The days are pretty quiet, and that is because the goddess is recovering from giving birth. She has returned back to her mother phase, and in the spring, she will transform to her maiden phase. It's a little confusing, but if you look at it like they're changing with the seasons, and they transform and grow into what is needed for the season that we are in. 
They take care of each other, and one, again, one is not greater than the other. They are both needed for the wheel of the year to continue on. So I'll get into more detail with each Sabbath as they come, but here's like kind of like the short story. On Imbolc, the god is now a young boy, probably a toddler, and the goddess is in her maiden phase. Ostera marks the union of the god and therefore symbolizes fertility. The god is now a child. Around Beltane, they are adults and reproducing. It also represents fertility. The goddess is re-entering her mother phase. Litha, or Midsummer, represents the peak of the god. They are maturing and taking on more responsibilities. Lunasa, or Lamas, is a time when, when the god is starting to weaken as the days get shorter. Maidan represents the balance of light and dark. The goddess is moving into her crone phase, and the god is nearing death. And Samhain is when the god dies and is then again reborn on Yule again. And the cycle just continues as the wheel of the year continues. So anyway, that's my understanding of it from what I've, re- um, what I've heard and read. Uh, Scott Cunningham wrote a little bit about it in his book, Wicca, A Guide for the Solitary Practitioner. And if you are Wiccan or interested, it is a great read. And if you, uh, that is if you haven't read it already. Um, that's always the first book that I suggest to anyone who is interested in the craft and um, is interested in Wicca, I should say. Um, let's see. Getting back on track, let's see. Yule is related to Saturnalia. I hope I say that right. Which is a week-long festival that the ancient Romans celebrated around the solstice. They honored Saturn, the god of agricultural bounty. Festivities included an elaborate feast and the exchange of gifts. In the ancient times in northern Europe, the winter solstice was their last opportunity to gather with loved ones before the snow made it hard to travel um, so that they could get together this time and have big bonfires and feasts and parties. There are many different ways that you can celebrate Yule, whether you're open about it or not, and I'll give you some examples of both. For decorations, I feel one of the most common symbols of Yule is the Yule log. It was traditionally made from oak. I personally like the birch logs, and I read somewhere that if um, if there's a forest fire, the birch tree is one of the first to grow back, and that kind of just stuck with me. So if I can find a birch log, that's usually my first choice, but obviously go with Go with whatever calls to you. You can purchase a fake one and use it year after year if that's easier for you. Or if you have a fireplace, you can burn it. Just save a small piece for next year to use to start the next year's fire with a with your new log. It was superstitious to do this and they believed it protected their home from being struck by lightning. Now, if you're like me and you don't have a fireplace, that's fine. You can always have a bonfire in the yard with friends and family. And if that's also not an option, then that's totally okay too. You can buy one or make one and light candles and put them on it or around it to symbolize the sun and return of the light in life. So that's one easy way to decorate for Yule. And if you celebrate Christmas, it doesn't really stand out. Some other decorations you could use would be like evergreens, mistletoe, pine cones, wreaths, candles, um, and bells, maybe to name a few. If you have an altar... You can place them on it, or if not, if that's not your thing, then you can just place the decorations all around your home. If you like to light candles, like I do, and I usually always have candles going, especially in the colder months, red and green are good colors to burn this time of year. Also, um, white, silver, and gold. You can light them as the sun comes up in the morning of the solstice and use them um, to welcome the light and new beginnings. 
And then, of course, there is a Yule tree. I have two trees, one that I decorate for Yule, and then I have a traditional Christmas tree as well. My Yule tree is on my front porch, and I decorate it with pine cones, burlap bows. I string cranberries and popcorn. I've made, I didn't make it, but I have macrame garland. Um, I have some wooden snowflakes, some white lights, and a star that's made out of twigs. Some people also use dried orange slices. So I wanted to try this, and I dried them out myself. I found some ways to do that online, and I found that it would, um, I thought that it would just be fun for something that I could do with my kids. We sprinkled some cinnamon on them. Um, so they smell nice. You can bake them in the oven at about 200 degrees for about two hours. But when I tried it, it actually took a little bit longer, maybe like three, three and a half hours, maybe. Um, I probably should have sliced them a little bit thinner and I'll probably do that next time I try it. Um, so I guess that's kind of just like a trial and error. Um, so yeah, so I just flip them every like 30 minutes or so, so they don't burn. Uh, when they're done and cooled off, you can either put ornament hooks through them or string them or you know, however, whichever way you want to do it to uh, decorate your tree. I use my oven because I don't have one of those dehydrators, but if you do have one, it would probably be a little bit easier. I just don't have the space because I already have way too many kitchen gadgets. Um, so I just use my oven. Um, I posted pictures of the process on Instagram and Facebook. So if you would like to, you could take a look. Um, we decided to use hooks and we hung them on our tree. Uh, wreaths are a great way to decorate for your front door. I bought a beautiful uh, Yule wreath at a craft fair one year. And it's also a great, great way to um, support your community. So if you have any in your area, I would say check them out if you can. Or maybe you'll find like a Yule log or that was homemade. I actually think I'm going to look around and try and find a new one this year. Um, let's see. I also decorated pine cones with my kids a few years ago. We rolled them in glue and then we shook them in a bag, um, of white glitter to look like snow. So those came out nice. Um, we just, we hang those on the tree. Oh, you could also make bird feeders out of them using peanut butter or sunflower butter and rolling them in bird seed. Um, I think I'm actually going to add that to my list of things to do. Um, bells. Bells are a good thing to hang on your door, and it is believed that they ward off negative energy and welcome protection, prosperity, and renewal into your home. So, you know, who doesn't want to do that? So, yeah, um, just decorate to your taste and whatever calls to you and have fun with it. Okay, moving on to food and drinks. Now, eggnog and coquito may be more the popular drinks of the holidays these days, but wassail is the most traditional. I've always been curious since I was little and heard the song, Here We Come A-Wassling, you know? Well, anyway, it's a hot drink that people use to carry around while singing and wishing good health from door to door. They would drink and then they would go to the next house. And it was considered a good, um, a sign of good luck uh, to have them visit. Um, and that's kind of where Christmas caroling originated from. Now, I believe the re original recipe called for alcohol, but to make it family friendly, I just used juice. Um, you can look up some really good recipes online. They all look pretty easy to make. Uh, the one I tried is just eight cups of apple cider, two cups of orange juice, a half a cup of lemon, lemon juice, sorry, two cinnamon sticks. You could put more if you'd like, and I think the original recipe called for like four, but I felt that that took away from the other flavors, so you can always adjust it to your taste. Um, there was, you also put 12 whole cloves or a teaspoon of ground cloves, whatever is easier for you or whatever you have on hand. Um, one quarter teaspoon of ground ginger and one quarter teaspoon of nutmeg. You put it all in a large pot and you bring it to a boil and then you just turn it down and let it simmer for about 45 minutes. 
and then you drink it while it's still hot. And not only is it really, really delicious, but also makes the house smell really good too. Some food that would be nice to make for Yule could be a Yule log cake, and that could be a great substitution for a real Yule log if you're not able to find one. Um, so if you're a baker, you can make it, which I think might be easier choice because um, I've only seen them at certain stores. Um, yeah, I feel like they're pretty hard to find. So if you or somebody you know is uh, pretty good and handy with cakes, I'd say try and make one. It could be fun. Um, as for the main course, it is traditional to have things like gingerbread, uh, spices, apples, nuts, chestnuts, berries, potatoes, squash, uh, latkes, turkey, steak, pot roasts, mainly a beef dish that was hunted um, traditionally, you know. It's also very common to have a hearty soup or a stew. Um, there's so many good recipes online um, to find if you're looking for something uh more of a traditional meal um my family usually just sticks to like steak lasagna breads vegetables for our dinner and we keep it pretty simple because it's just the few of us in the house um on the solstice um i also make a chili around the solstice and it's a great comfort food um to have this time of year i make it almost weekly throughout the winter um and it's so easy to make and i have two different recipes that i kind of go back and forth with one is vegetarian and one is with meat so I like to always have those around. Um, okay, so some, some good gift ideas um, is to use mason jars and fill them up with tea. Uh, you could do bath salts or soup mixes or hot chocolate. Um, I make those almost every year and I give them out. I put I posted some, fit, uh, excuse me, I can't talk today. I posted some pictures on Facebook and Instagram if you want any gift ideas. Uh, they look nice and there's no waste because once they use whatever's in the jar, um, they can use the jar for whatever they want to use it for. Um, and everyone loves a mason jar. Um, I use mine for everything. Let's see. Gingerbread and cinnamon cookies also make a great gift for you all or just a, you know, just a tasty treat at your home. Uh, if you like to bake. Um, remember while you're cooking, baking, or even just making gifts to have a good mindset and put positive energy into what you're creating. Um, you don't want your negative energy going into a gift. So you can sing or chant or um, even just really have uh, some fun music in the background. Maybe think about what you're grateful for from this past year. And think of the positive memories you've made. Uh, also, um, welcome the new year and all the new memories that you're looking forward to making. Now, whether you're pagan, Wiccan, eclectic, or none of those, and you're just generally interested in, in the Sabbaths, in the Wheel of the Year, everything we talked about so far seems to blend in with Christmas. So if you're in the broom closet or you just don't want people to know your beliefs, um, if you try anything that we've talked about, they probably wouldn't even question it, especially with all these Pinterest and TikTok posts. They just assume you're trying new recipes and crafts. Now, the rituals are a little bit harder to hide I don't like to say hide, but I think you know what I mean. Just if you want to be a little more discreet. Um, but even something as simple as lighting a candle and sending out good thoughts and thanking the gods and goddesses or the universe, whatever it is that you connect to, you don't even have to speak out loud if you don't want to. Just send it out there. Same, same thing for when you're um, making a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. As you're mixing everything in your cup, just send some thanks. If you like to bake... 
That would also be a great time too. As you mix in your ingredients, do it with intent and send well wishes. If you have an altar, you can decorate it with some of the items that we've talked about earlier to create a space for connecting with the energies of the season. If you're into crystals, you could use um, bloodstone, garnet, coarse, ruby, um, emeralds, or, uh, or diamonds. For a simple ritual, you could decorate your altar with any of the items that I've mentioned. Like I've said before, whatever calls to you. However, it is best to use crystals and herbs that relate to the Sabbath for the ritual. So you'll start by cleansing your space and grab two small pieces of paper, a pen, and a fireproof bowl. Um, two candles, one for your release and one for your intention. And don't forget to leave an offering. At Yule, I'll typically use apple slices, cinnamon, and orange peels. But you could do some, um, do some research and see what works for you. So once you're ready, cast your circle. And this might be a good time to close your eyes and really think about this past year, the good and the bad. Most things in life are either a lesson or a blessing. And we can learn from, and well, we definitely learn from both of them. Now, when you're ready, write down what you're ready to let go of. It could be anything. For example, you could write, um, on this night, I, write your name, release my anger that no longer serves me. Then you'll light your first candle and burn the paper in your fireproof bowl. As you watch it burn and as you exhale, let go and release and give thanks for all the lessons you have learned that help you grow as a person. Focus on that until it burns out. And then take a moment if you need to. And when you're ready, write down your intention. It could say something like, on this night, as we move to the light, I, your name, will be more understanding and patient with others. Then you light your intention candle and place it, place that piece of paper under the candle. Um, before you close your circle, thank, um, thank your gods or goddesses um, or the universe for all of your blessings and for all that is to come. And once your circle is closed, let your candles burn out if possible. If not, that's okay. Um, I empty my offering bowl outside to return it to the earth, and I never throw it away. So if you live in an apartment, maybe you can just put it in a bag until you go outside somewhere where you can empty out, and then you can also give it back to the earth. Now, your paper with your intention on it is really up to you um, and what you want to do with it. I have this small glass ball that kind of has a hole in it, and it's made to put in like wishes in um, so I use that for my intentions. Um, you can put yours in a satchel or under your pillow and whatever feels right for you. I gave you a really simple example for a ritual because I think it is best that you make it your own. Um, but if you need a guide, this is always a good place to start. The ancient pagans knew the winter solstice was the longest night of the year. The sun is beginning to journey back toward the earth and that this was a time for celebration. So that is what I would suggest for all of you. Celebrate with the people you care about and just have a good time. Enjoy the people you love and take this time to be grateful for what you have in your life. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you want to find me on social media, I'm on Facebook under Wheel of the Year. I'm also on Instagram as Wheel of the Year Beauty. Now that's wheel underscore of underscore year underscore beauty. Um, everything else was taken, so I had to add the beauty in there. 
Uh, they both have the same cover photo to make it easy to find. Uh, so yeah, just please check out my social media pages. And I'm just getting started with them, so there's really not too much information on there yet. But I'm still working on it. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please join the, the Facebook group and yeah, follow me. Um, I'll post a short episode, maybe right either right before or right after you all to talk a little bit about how I'm celebrating the holiday. And remember, if you do have any questions or suggestions about what you would like me to talk about, um, write to me on my Facebook group. And yeah, have everybody have please have a wonderful, wonderful winter solstice. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.